Hello, everyone. This is George Mapp from the Carolina Tar Wheels. Today, our guest is Brandy Tuttle. She's organizing the Gears and Cheers bike ride that will take place on Saturday, May 7th Mm -hmm. at the Grove Vineyard and Winery, right? Yes, Gibsonville. uh, Gibsonville, which is probably about 40 miles from Durham Chapel. A bit of a hike, yeah, in between here and Greensboro, just north of Elon. And it's out in the country, right near the Haw River, right? Yes, beautiful, picturesque, rolling greenside. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice place to sit and enjoy wine and music, or to ride your bike. So. I understand you're a a librarian at Duke Medical School. Yes, I work for the Medical Center Library, the medical Center. librarian. So. And you grew up in Central Illinois. Is I that did. Right? Yes. Would have been a great place to bike had I really biked back then. It's just so flat and Newburn esque, but okay. So tell us about your first job you had. Okay, so it's funny. I've been working probably since third grade um, with, and I had a paper route. So a pretty typical, I think, first job for a kid. It was, um, wasn't a biking paper. It was. Route, it, um, was it was a biking paper route. Okay. So I, I I did ride, just not the level that I would have. Um, had I known how easy it is to ride there with the flatness. So I would ride then. Um, but then I think the other quintessential central Illinois kind of thing was like corn to tasseling and things like that. Um, slaving away in the cornfields. So oh, yes. those are my two money-making ventures. Probably third through high school, third grade through high school or so. Okay. And you had a stint in the U.S. Army as well, right? I was in, yes, I was in the Illinois National Guard. I was a truck driver, 88 Mike. And uh, I was in there six years. And actually, um, on my way out um, of the Army is when they de- we deployed, my unit deployed to Iraq. So I see. So you know how to uh, drive all sorts of big uh, 10-wheel trucks. and Wheels are, yes, my thing. I lived in southern Mississippi at one time, and Hurricane Camille came through there in 1969. It just tore the heck out of the place. And one of the... Uh, teams that came through there was in those Mm -hmm. deuce and a half trucks and they said they could just drive those things anywhere one of the things i was always looking forward to with the national guard was so we had um there were several times the mississippi would flood and the national guard would be called out to help my unit never was activated for that kind of thing but i always thought that's the kind of thing i could really get behind when you start helping communities near you Okay, so tell us uh, tell us all about how you got involved with Vike MS. I have a huge connection with the MS um, community, and uh, my mom had MS my whole life. Um, my sister has MS. Uh, I also have MS. And so um, dealing with MS and then also the National MS Society's resources, they were always instrumental, in, like even when I was growing up. Um, and so when I joined, so I've always done Walk MS, and it wasn't, and I did even that in, in Illinois. And then once we moved to North Carolina, I, I, it was actually at an event, I think actually Tour de Fat, the Bike MS people uh, were there, and I talked to them. And so I, I was really interested in this. And uh, so I said, okay. So I took the flyer and I made a new friend, Shannon Henson, who was doing the Bike MS um, event and still is working with them, and, you know, went away. And so it may have even been a year later. I don't remember if it was that year or the next year. Um, I finally started doing, um, actually it was a triathlon that, and I borrowed a nice bike and I realized, oh, (laughs) the first bike was on a, or my first triathlon was on a, uh, mountain bike. And my next one, I had borrowed a bike and I realized the power of a road bike. And so, uh, we, I got a road bike and then I realized within, you know, I got that in July of, I guess, 2013. And I said, okay, I'm doing bike MS this year. 
and I stopped doing walk MS and put all my efforts towards the bike MS event. And I did that first, um, the 150 in 2013, after like having been on my road bike for uh, like a month, maybe. And that was the one in New Bern? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And so, again, other than the, the winds that seem to always be against you, um, the flatness makes the 100 miles fairly easy. Um, and so that I, I rode that one actually um, alone, mostly. You know, you glom on with groups. But I didn't have a, I didn't have a cycling home at that point. Um, and it was funny. Probably a month later, I, I found Team on Draft. And they're a, um, a biking group that we work to raise money for Bike MS as well. And I started riding with them. Uh, and then so the next year, 2014, I did Bike MS with uh, my team cycling um, team on draft. And It's more fun with the team. Oh, my gosh, it? yes. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and of course drafting even, but just the camaraderie and support and... You know, and especially I think because everyone knows my connection with MS. So people are so loving and supportive. And and I hope that I can provide a little more in fundraising oomph behind them. Um, and I know some friends that include um, more personal items, which I think is always good for fundraising when you make it more personal. And I, maybe I help some people make it a little more personal. And so, in fact, so last year, 2015, I did the Gears and Cheers ride. That was the ninth. And it was my first time. And this is another um, event that funds Bike MS, and it was awesome. <laughs> the um, The ride is beautiful. Um, when we got back to the winery, we just sat out, listened to a band. The, the food was great. Um, it was really, um, it was an enjoyable time. And then that's when I heard, this is the last time of this ride. And uh, I was a little devastated because I thought, oh, I found another, another awesome Bike MS kind of ride to kind of keep me going through the year. And one of my friends, Pat Jordan, another fellow team on drafter, he was a volunteer. And so I remember he was working hard, as he always does, and picking up trash. And he comes by and he said, oh, you're interested? And I said, well, I, I would really like to see this happen again. And he said, oh, okay. And that was kind of the end of it. Um, so that was May of last year. And fast forward to maybe that summer when we kind of threw it around. And that's when I said, yes, I'd be willing to coordinate the event. And um, luckily... Pat Jordan and his wife Dorothy, or Dottie, um, another team on drafter. Uh, so they said, "All right, we'll help you." And so we uh, we started the end of last year. And I I love this kind of thing. Really, I like making things happen. Um, and I especially like it when it's happening for such a good cause, like the MS Society. I've done bike rides. I've done some event planning, but I haven't done those two things together. So I took it over, and we, you know, kind of just started out running. We, we work with uh, the Be The Momentum, Ron. Uh, he also does a tour, the Tour de Femme. So he's kind of the umbrella under which we do our registration and pretty much they handle all our money, so that, like, nonprofit kind of umbrella. But then, of course, he helps. So he'll give me all the money back for, you know, the things I have to pay for, wine glasses and catering. And then, and then the rest of the money he cuts the check to um, MS Society. So the budget is a big part of the Yes, so budgeting. And so, yeah. yes, as I start to review the budget, that starts to fill me into things like, oh, I realized last week I need to get insurance. Well, okay. But, you know, just trying to secure catering and the band and got to design the marketing, um, like the flyers. So things that I, I love to do all the stuff. Does the vineyard, uh, the winery management help out? They provide the space. They have some staffing, you know, to help with the wine pours. We pay for some, but I know they subsidize some of the the costs of the facilities and the wine, so every, everybody gets a glass of wine. 
Um, so you do have an outside caterer that comes in. Yes. And, uh, and so, yeah, actually, there's Salsaritas from Greensboro will be catering, and he's actually a former cyclist, I understand. And, you know, so he – and he also donates 50 meals for volunteers. So that's – and then I think just to mention that's the other big thing is so – we're at the point now about a month away and uh, starting to look at numbers. And, and this is where just as an event of any size, you start worrying, right? And so, <laughs> you know, I lay in bed and go like, how can I, how can I reach everyone, you know? And especially, it's one thing. So I actually, we have all our team on drafters have taken the flyers off my hands. I actually have hundreds still in my trunk um, ready to go other places. But they've papered all the bike stores in the Triangle area. But that's only the triangle area, right? So um, Pat and Elizabeth will be driving to the triad this week to now do some flyers there. Charlotte still remains untaken. Nobody wants to drive to Charlotte for me. So those kinds of things I worry about. I've partnered with uh, weeklyrides.com, paid for some advertising there. So this is, this is where I start getting out of my comfort zone because I just don't know the marketing side of things. Like how do I market and what is really effective marketing? Um, you know, that's not my pay grade or my what I do every day. So I'm paying yeah. through marketing for Facebook. Um, and I mean, I, that I can actually see like when people share it or click on it or interact with it in some way. I mean, at least it's, it's some kind of metric versus, you know, when you put a poster up somewhere, does it do anything? Who knows? I mean, about the only thing we have is on the registration is like, how did you find out about us? Which is always interesting. Um, and that's really the only live data I have. So we're trying to get more registrations, obviously, but then also volunteers. So, you know, it takes takes a, a whole village to yes, make this thing yes, work. Yes, yes, You got SAG uh, drivers, mm-hmm. you got rest stops, uh, yep. and you got registration, uh, what else? Trash, parking, and especially because we'll be parking in the vineyards. Uh-huh. You know, obviously we have to be very careful about where people park. This is his livelihood. So we don't want people mucking up the vineyards. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the big things that I've taken away from this, um, from a lot of my team on Draft Buddies, is they say, you have to tell us what to do. You know, I can't just say, hey, we're running this ride, it funds Bike MS. Uh, I mean, I have to just say, hey, so-and-so, I need you to do X, or X or X, please help me out, pick one, rather than just, because everyone will say, oh, sure, what do you, just, just tell me what, you know, tell me what to do. And I think I didn't take that to heart, and so I sat back and waited for things to start happening. And it, it doesn't always work that way. <laughs> well, it, it's, uh, it seems like the, where this is located, you've got uh, Greensboro and Winston-Salem. And, of course, we're over here in the Durham area. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, to, be, to get the word out has got to be difficult without some help from people Definitely. in those, those locations. And actually, the MS Society has been helpful. Um, so the Bike MS people, they had um, a captain's meeting. Oh, sadly, I couldn't come. And they, that's an opportunity to meet with a lot of other um, cycling teams and their captains and people that are interested or involved with Bike MS. So I think that's a good way to get the word out. This is like my fourth job, maybe, right? I have so many other hats <laughs> I'm wearing. Um, got a lot of stuff. I'm in a band, and we have a big concert coming up. It's just I, I'm, I'm juggling a lot of things. And so <laughs> I have to make sure to keep this on the forefront and not just at 2 o'clock in the morning when I'm supposed to be sleeping. So <laughs> Yes, yes, I can imagine. Does Duke have many clinical trials going on for MS-type research? Or where, where is that research done these days? Uh, oh, all over. Um, and a lot of that trial and funding is funded by the MS Society. Over the past 10 years, I mean, the amount of drug options have blossomed. Um, 
I mean, even when my mom had MS, there were so few options other than steroids, which, you know, don't do anything to, but to treat a problem, um, to don't treat MS, just the symptoms, um, and make other problems in, in the, in mm-hmm. that, um, treatment. So, so now we actually have some, some real treatment options. And I think it's, a, I think things are looking up. I mean, not knowing still what really causes MS and those, those basic questions, I think those we're still struggling with. My impression was that it's at, at a certain point you had to do injections to treat, uh, you know, a, a sort of a daily type thing. But nowadays you have oral drugs you can take. Yeah. So yeah, when um, the first disease modifying drugs came out, I think it was ninety two. So I, I will say again, I'm a medical librarian. I'm not a not a physician. I'm not. <laughs> this is not my thing. This is mostly through personal research and knowledge. Um, so anyway, when the first disease-modifying drugs came out, there were um, beta-serin was the first. Actually, that's what I was on. It started, I believe, in 92. Um, and so that was the first time we had a real, um, we're actually attacking the, the MS problem rather than just the symptoms. And there's now um, a whole host of things. And so I don't know if you've heard of things like Tasabri, um, natalizumab. So that's the infusion-related one, and that's an immunosuppressant. But yeah, and now there's some oral drugs, um, Galenia. Uh, there's there's a few things coming out. Um, you know, we have these standard four interferon or three interferons, and the other one that you know the old standard, and that's what I thought. Well, we should just keep doing that. You know, it's not. It felt safe to me, but I realized I was still accumulating more damage. And I think that every person with MS has to think about that at some point. Like again, that risk versus benefit of. Uh, you know, well, there's other bad things that may happen, but either way, you know, something bad is probably going to happen, which is maybe kind of a depressing way to think about it. But it's more about, I try to phrase it in my brain thinking that we were, we're so lucky to have all these options now. I mean, because, I mean, really, my mom had, you know, no options. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you have been able to um, maintain an active uh, lifestyle, like uh, you're doing triathlons these days. I did, yeah. It takes a lot of time and, I mean, mostly training-wise. I mean, I have a six-year-old so and a family, so trying to put time in, not just towards cycling, but, oh, wait, I have to run, and, I oh, I have to swim. And I've actually been running a lot, but that's only because the weather and the, the lack of light. My six-year-old just finally learned to ride a bike, and so now he will ride along with me while I run. So I have, um, I have some big plans for him riding along. Well... Brandy, thank you so much for being with us, and uh, we look forward to your event. And yeah, uh, thanks hope for having me. Good uh, participation, and uh, so uh, hope to yeah. have you back someday, and you can tell us how it went. I would love to, you know. And in fact, I'm sure there's a. I I've already found myself several times saying, "Well, when we do this next year," I'm like, "Wait, wait, what have I just said?" So. You know, the the ink's not even dry on this first event, so... But you've got that magic ingredient, the enthusiasm that will carry you <laughs> I do you hear, this. I have, yes. I'll just keep smiling and it'll all work out. Yeah, thanks. Well, thanks I hope, hope it all goes well. Thanks. To register for the event, Google Gears and Cheers and go to the registration page. Ride options are 30, 42, and 60 miles. Cost is 45 bucks, which includes lunch, a glass of wine, and live entertainment. All proceeds go to the National MS Society. Keep in mind that this is one of the few events where whining is not only tolerated, but encouraged. And that's it for today's podcast. This is George Mapp from the Carolina Tar Wheels. <laughs>